What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the What's in Your Head podcast, but it's a little bit different episode this week. This is the What's in Your Head podcast presents the Waterman and D-Train show back from January 20th, 2020, right before the world changed. Uh, we're going back to this episode. On this episode, Dave finds out the Bacon Fest had no bacon. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's bacon there, but, you know, it was Dave, and so, you know, how Dave is, how we actually had gun safety classes back in middle school and high school in the 80s in Kentucky. Um, and one of the observations that I made during this time, back in 2020, this is when we had medical marijuana got passed in Florida, how when you're outside, you're out on a run, a bike ride, what have you, how just weed smell is prevalent. It's just everywhere. And that was a new development here in Florida in 2020 because, as I said, mer medical marijuana was legalized and now people just felt the need that they could smoke it driving down the street. People were no longer hiding it, smoking on their little eyes. And so now when you're outside, we discuss how now you just smell it everywhere, plus much, much more. We want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in each week. We have a new episode coming up. we got some guests being booked. We're just changing format a little bit. We have so many episodes. We have over, I don't know, three, four hundred episodes between the Waterman D Train show, the What's Your Head podcast. And so Mike and I are going to go probably put out two new shows a month. Uh, we're going to focus on a singular topic per episode, which is why now those episodes need more time for show prep. And so since we're going to stick to one or two topics per episode and also have guests in, we're going to, um, you know, slow things down a little bit. We have plenty of episodes to fill in. When we don't have new episodes. So enjoy this episode of the Waterman and D-Train show from back on January 20th, 2020. And we will be back live with a new show next week. And um, if you haven't done so, please head over to whatsinyourhead.com or d-410.com. Click on the Patreon link, like and subscribe, sign up. It'll cost you a dollar a month. That goes a long way to help us what we do over here at Digital 410. And um, if you haven't done so already, go to youtube.com. Not only subscribe for digital 410 but look up analog 410 that's our sister station that's where we're putting a lot of the content that be honest with you on borderline of being a community guideline violated these are you know one we're moving a lot of the old videos there like the waterman d train show just because they are buried on you know back page of 499 they'll never be seen so we're we're moving these over there they're getting new light shine on them people are watching them now i'm sure people are tuning in for the podcast and so for those of you who just found us through analog 410 welcome to the show and for you longtime subscribers, please head over and like and subscribe on Analog 410 as well. But enough about that. Here's the show, The Waterman and D-Train Show. Digital 410 Productions proudly presents The Waterman and D-Train Show. Digitized live from the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida, it's the Waterman and D-Train Show. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? What's up, OG5? We are back here in the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida on this cold-ass day. How's everybody doing? Yeah, dude. Doing good, man. How about you, Gordon? I'm doing great, guys. I am doing great. Very good, What's very up? good, very good. So what happened, Dave? Where were you? You're running uh, late. People are waiting. Well, yeah, I know, man, and I apologize about that. I was, uh, I've been doing some uh, painting, mm -hmm. helping this guy kind of restore his house, and uh, I don't know if the cameras can see. Oh, yeah, we can see you. But uh, you know, I got uh, paint on my hands. Looks like you got spackle on your hands. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, um, kilts. You know, the uh, primer. That mm -hmm. shit's nasty. Yeah. Well, you know what? Real quick, this guy, uh, one coat typically is good enough, 
this guy wanted to put two coats on the entire, you know, obviously outside of the house, man. And, you know, it's stucco. Obviously, the stucco sucks it up, man. But I was like, two coats, man. One coat should do you just fine, you know? Didn't you guys put any primer on there? That's what I'm saying. That's what it's, it's, you know, what... That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, it's actually used to help cover over some stains and uh, exactly. markings and, you know, other shit you don't want there. Exactly. So, and it, and it helps when you do go to roll the house or, or spray it, whatever you're doing, it does help, uh, you know, the paint stay better and last a little bit longer, you know, having that on the background there. But, uh, yeah, so been doing that and doing the inside of the gentleman's home. So it's a lot of work. This guy's remodeling his place, man. And I was like, hmm. I'll give you a hand, buddy. No problem. A little extra side cash. Why not, you know? So what'd you have going on this weekend? Me personally? Yeah. Dude, bro. Man, I had Bacon Fest. Bacon Fest. What exactly goes on at Bacon Fest? Well, I can tell you this much. There wasn't no bacon. What do you mean? There's no bacon at Bacon Fest? I did not see what it was. Well, did you smell bacon at Bacon Fest? Nope. Didn't even what? smell bacon at Bacon Fest, man. I figured, bacon, I figured. Bacon, now, now, I didn't see the hot dog stand. You know, how guys, people roll, uh, uh, you know, wrap uh, bacon hot dogs, right? I didn't even Sounds see like those. Bacon Fest to me. Yeah, I didn't even see those. But uh, all in all, it was a great event, man. A lot of tacos and uh, Italian street food, and <laughs> a lot of food trucks, no doubt about it. But uh, I was under the impression that the whole point of Bacon Fest is they were going to have a bunch of different products all wrapped in bacon. That's what I thought. That's what I had, you know, envisioned. But uh, everything that I saw, no, no, really, that uh, didn't see much bacon at all, man. I tell yeah. you what, if I went to a bacon fest and there's no fucking bacon, I'd be wanting my money back. Well, you know what? People had a good time. It was about the music, getting out at the park, and and kind of hanging out and enjoying the afternoon. So, all in all, it was a great day, man. Great day. A lot, a lot of uh, completely unchained was there, man. Those guys just jam. You know the Van Halen tribute band. Yeah, buddy. Those guys mm-hmm. get it, man. And. Uh, but other than that, it was just, it was beautiful, beautiful weekend. Uh, I did see a lot of, how uh, I guess, yeah, I can say it, man. Just open marijuana smoking going on now. It seems to be more acceptable. I don't know what's happening. It's the first time I've seen it witnessed, you know, witnessed it in public like that. Well, now that we have medical marijuana here in the wonderful Sunshine State, yeah. people aren't as concerned with hiding their habits. True. Um, when I go running around my neighborhood, I'll run all the way out to Kismet, and then I'll run down Del Prado, right, all the way to Diplomat. And as I run around the neighborhood, about every third street, someone's back on their back porch <laughs> or front porch or side yard, somewhere blazing it right, down. Catching whiffs. Because you can smell it more prevalently. Prevalently? Prevalent. More. Prevalently. Prevalent. Yeah, right. Prevalently. Yeah, more, more than you used to could. Yeah. I'm sure Gordon smells it everywhere in Vegas. Yeah, you gotta. You do. Um, it's not as much as you would think, though. Really? Although it's funny. It seemed for a while there you'd smell like going by cars and like, Dude, that's still a way to get pretty. But that's what I, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I'll be running down Del Prado, and people roll by me in their cars, and you smell it. It's just, like you can uh, just because you have a medical card, you can still get pulled over yeah, and man. get driving under the influence. Absolutely, it's kind of like drinking and driving, right? If you got an open 
deal yeah. of beer you're sipping off it's the same deal you're getting altered absolutely so. absolutely i'm so fucking tired but it was it was it was a good show it was a it was a lot of fun man there was a lot of people so that was really cool and uh mm-hmm. you know what but no bacon no bacon but you know what i thought That's about when i'm late. sitting there you it's, wish you had some bacon yeah i do yeah, i would have i'd be like damn man i really wish i've been some, running around yelling where's the fucking bacon some damn bacon but um no, the food was all good. Everybody had a good time. One of the things that I did get a kick out of, though, is I thought, you know, the jail is right there. You know, D train right there at the park, right? The jail. What what park was this at? at? At Riverside. Excuse me, downtown Fort Myers. Okay, so the jail, the River District. Yeah, the River District, and I saw a bunch of runners cruising through. Yeah. By the way, using the facilities. Um. But uh, you mean the homeless house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I'll get onto that one here in a second. But Dude, uh, they're all over the place, man. Yeah, they are. I noticed that a lot of them, a whole bunch of them, were out there, like just hanging out. You know, listening. Well, they to live the under that. They all hang out under that giant gazebo down there. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was out running on Father's Day, it was one of the few occasions where, and I told a story in the past where I had to yeah. take a shit. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's when right. I found the porta potty in front of the new building, but it was all padlocked up. <laughs> and when I went into the uh, the restroom right there by the giant gazebo, there was yeah. a cat sleeping in front of the door on the inside, so that <laughs> when you open the right. door, you would hit his feet and he would wake up in case someone tried to roll him. Oh my god! And I went to the stall because well, first I I I went in there first and I saw him and I thought, well, as a courtesy to my fellow man, I wasn't going to blow the bathroom out with the dude trying to sleep there. Right, and that's right. when I went and looked for a porta john that I knew was down there, but it, yeah. unfortunately it was locked up. <laughs> and when I came Hold back on. for that reason, yeah. You think anything you could have done could have smelled worse than the dude sleeping there? I don't. I, he might have had a saltwater bath, man, or a brackish water bath, man. Yeah, he I could have know. jumped in the old loose and snatchy river. Yeah, man, the old loose and snatchy is right. <laughs> and so I, um, once I discovered that the um, porta john was locked up, I, I yeah. went back over there, and the guy <laughs> whose job it is to clean a facility, maintain, yeah. You know, I started. I, I the women's restroom was open, and I, I was kind of leaning in to uh, see if there's any feet in there because you can see under a stall, and there was no sure. feet. And as I was starting to head in there, because by the way, um, when it comes to restrooms, especially if it's a single unit stall in 2020, if the men's room, like at a gas station or Starbucks, is full, I will identify as a woman and go use the women's restroom. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm just gonna go use the women's room, and the guy's like, hey, that's the ladies' room, and I was oh, like, God. I was like, well, there's a cat sleeping in there. He's yeah. like. He's like, well, it's safe to go in there. So I went in there, and there was shit all over the toilet. Oh. And so needless to say, oh. the guy whose job it is to clean it wasn't clean it. And so I ended up running the three miles back to the Publix on First Street yeah. and using that restroom because I wasn't about to sit on some crazy wayward dumpings. No, hell no. What's up, Morgan hell Long OG5? No. What's up, Bill Howard OG5? Yeah. Morgan Long's excited about the new cameras. Right on. They're not really Stoked. new cameras. These are my uh, GoPro-ishes. These are my yeah. fake GoPros that I've had a while. And we did a little study last week because, you know, we were contemplating maybe, you know, not doing the live stream so much. Yeah. Maybe doing it every other week. But then due to the poll, now granted only 20 people voted because, <laughs> you know, the thing about Facebook is is if people don't constantly interact with that page, it no yeah. longer shows up on their feed and other people were busy. But anyhow, you know, it was like split – Forty-five, fifty. That half right. the people consume this podcast through down by live. watching the they're, video they're on YouTube or on Facebook. Yeah. And so I was like, "Well, there goes the uh, the concept of maybe just 
streaming every two, you know, every two weeks because we don't want to lose right. our, our crowd. But by the way, if you guys don't want to watch it on video, you can download it um, not only at d-410.com, but you can find it on iHeart Radio. Well, you know what? You can find it where any podcasts are available, but we're just going to say you can find it on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Google Music Play, but you can get it everywhere. And so if you can't watch it on video, please download it and please share it with your friends and we'll enjoy the numbers and all that good stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. So real quick, I just want to finish up. So the bands are jamming, loud, rocking. And, I, and I'm sitting there and I looked over and I'm like, you know, the jail's right there. I was like, you know what? It's that loud. I wonder if they can hear it inside inside the jail right there. I'm going to make a very controversial statement. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what's the population of the people in the jail who are fans of Van Halen? Well, <laughs> how, what? how many 1980s rockers and hairband aficionados locked are locked up in the yeah. holding cell of the jailhouse waiting to go to court before they're <laughs> sent off to either release Right. Or to prison for long terms. Yeah, but I was sitting there thinking, going, you know what? They're getting a little bit of, you know, if they're bored, they've been sitting there, they've got nothing, and they can hear a faint, you know. I'm sure they enjoyed it more than when they have Celtic love. Fest and it's just a bunch of bagpipes yeah. and, and oh, shit yeah. like that. So, anyways, I and I'd be interested in, in knowing if anybody's been in jail uh, during a concert there at Riverside and if they've heard it while they were in there, man. I hope somebody would uh, text in, let us know. Yeah, if you've ever been in the holding cell in the downtown Fort Myers way and uh, you want to tell us about it, if you ever heard music, yeah. uh, give us a call at 239-232-4419. And if you're uh, watching, just give us a call anyhow and let us know what you guys did this weekend. Yeah, man. I spent the weekend up in uh, Lakeland, Georgia, a town of 3,000 people. Whoa. Very, very small town. We are actually at a Boy Scout camp called Camp Patton, and we are doing a reenactment for the um, – 75th anniversary of the Battle of the Bulge. Oh, cool, man. And the cool thing about this event, because it took place at a Boy Scout camp and it's a bunch of acreage, um, we were able to do what we call a tactical event and plus a public event. So for like the first four hours, we were out in the woods doing our own thing. Right. And then for like an hour, we did a little battle in front of the public. And then I I got there Friday night and it got down, I think, 42. Damn. Now all the Northerners are making fun of me. That's not cold. Well, fuck you. When you live in a place that's 80 degrees, 90 degrees every day, and then all of a sudden you're – now I'm not sleeping in a vinyl enclosed tent. Right, right. I'm literally sleeping under two pieces of 75-year-old canvas on a (laughs) stick, sleeping on the ground with a two-inch gap between (laughs) the bottom of the canvas and the ground. And so it's not exactly like sleeping in modern-day tents and all that. I'm not in a sleeping bag. I'm laying on the ground under two or three – 75 year old wool blankets in a uniform so it's not like leisure sleeping in a mummy mummy bag in a vinyl tent that's completely zipped up and conserving body heat i'm basically i'm basically home for for the night i'm sleeping on two pieces of canvas on a stick pegged down with some rope (laughs) whoa bro was it cool though i mean no it was a great time the sad thing i took all my equipment right i saw that and I and I uh, met a I met a cat who just re- he's thirty one and just retired from the army and he's getting back into reenacting, and I got to set up all my gear. Yeah, I said shit. Let me go get my microphones out of my truck. Uh oh. What 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 what? They're sitting right here in the oh, studio. Because bro. before we got these new mics, I never had these cool carrying That's cases. That's true. And so in the past, I would just put them in uh, Crown Royal bags and put them in my book bag. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to go due to my workload until, like, 
I got up a Friday. I actually went to work on Friday. I didn't get out of here. I didn't clear my schedule and hit the road until one o'clock. Damn. And so luckily I cut my hair, dyed my hair, and I didn't yeah. even shave until I knew I was going. And I had everything in here and I'm running around and I left the damn microphones oh, here. Oh man, that sucks. What's even more embarrassing, right? So um I find this it's at a um, Boy Scout place. Yeah. And there's uh a concrete slab with a roof, yeah, yeah. restrooms, and above the restroom is two little bunk houses with about four or five bunk beds, and they have power. Mm-hmm. And so, well, that's where we're going to set up. So I go up there, and there's a, a guy I've never met before. He's like maybe thirty, and his wife, mm-hmm. she was doing French Resistance, and he was doing Army. But this was after the uh, event and before dinner, and I'm setting up all my stuff, and I could not find my microphones missing. And his wife looks at me, yeah. and she's like, "Are you the guy from the World War II podcast?" No, that's cool, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, I'm the guy from the World War II now. podcast who left his fucking microphones his 350 miles away. Oh. And the other embarrassing part is the guy I was interviewing, right? Um, basically, I do a bunch of different impressions. I got an 80-second airborne. I'm not going to yeah, bore everybody with this. Yeah. But I was talking to this guy. He lives in Tampa. We were talking about getting an 80-second airborne thing going. And he's like, well, how do you feel about doing research? You right. know, a lot of people don't research their impressions. They just like to put on uniforms, come out here and play and it. go, yeah. And I was like, well, that's funny. That's one of the things I talk about on my podcast is how to improve. He's like, are you that Don Abernathy guy from that World War II base so podcast? twice. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I, I reached in my bag and I handed him a sticker and he looks at me. Oh, you are that guy. And so the guy I was going to interview was excited to meet the guy from the podcast, right. but I'm such a fucking amateur. I left my microphones oh my in my God, studio. That is embarrassing. So luckily for me, they were just two young cats and not actually somebody who was a World War II vet. Because I was hoping to go up there. Because right. last year I went up there, and there's a nice lady. She's like in her late 90s. Uh, her name's Nell Rockmore. Now, this wow. is a town of 3,000 people. Her and her husband basically owned all the property in this town. Damn, all right. Um, they relocated. Like, 1990, they relocated a school that was built in, like, the late 1800s. Like, flatbed moved it. Oh, damn. That's they own a 1,000-acre swamp. That's how much Holy money they got. Holy crap, um, they, There's a book around here. Yeah. Um, they publish a book about their family. It's, like, yeah. that thick. Yeah. Color. Hardback. Whenever a grandchild's born, they republish it again. And so last year when I was interviewing her, she was trying to tell not only the story about her, but about her husband's um, activities in the war. During the war, yeah. But obviously she couldn't remember all his... his Exploits, in a way. But she gave me a copy of the book. And there's two chapters on him that he wrote himself. And so I picked out like eight... Whenever she would talk about something in the interview and then didn't know the... I would find it in the book. I sent Gordon the transcripts and he voiced over it. Speaking oh. like the part of her, of her, her husband. husband, yeah. And so I was ever edited all together and all that cool, stuff. And man. so she was there again, and uh, she was super excited. But yeah, it was embarrassing as shit. I ran into like three people. Or, Dude. Oh, you're the guy from the podcast. Yeah. You left your microphones at home. You oh, stupid. And you couldn't part. even blame it on an intern or blame no. it on a producer. No, no, that was just. Uh... That was, but you, you know didn't what? Even say, God damn it, Dave! I, well, you know, no, <laughs> seriously, no. But you know what? I don't think a lot of people understand how much uh, uh, gear and preparation you put into doing these things. Yeah, Dave was very. Um, you do ex- well. Baffled, he just walked in my garage, and after yeah. these events, I have to air out all my stuff, and I and I try to keep my garage nice and clean. But all my shit's just laying out there right yeah, now. Yeah, you do. You've got a, literally a truckload. Yeah, you've got a lot of gear that you know. When you do these events, man, you are definitely hauling around. 
a well, bunch of a bunch of stuff, man. So you, and, you're saying it's looking like an Army Navy surplus store from uh, the 70s. It's getting there. It's getting there, man. It won't be much longer. Another year or so, man. Well, it'll, I acquired two new crates, but that's neither here nor there. Gordon, let's but, do that thing we're talking about because we got yeah. quite a few people watching. Let's give them something worth that, that watching thing right here? about. Oh, dude. Yeah. So it's, Dave it's, is the only person I know to have ever taken the one chip challenge. Yes, sir. The Pocky chip one chip challenge. Mm-hmm. Now, I think those single chips cost like $20 a piece. Yeah, for that one. And Gordon reached out to me about a week ago and said, hey, man, I'm seeing that they're selling Pocky chips in the gas station. Mm-hmm. Now, clearly, these aren't going to be the same because you can't take yeah. the risk of putting a super hot <laughs> chip in a potato chip aisle where anybody can consume it. Yeah, get a kid. Yeah, a so kid. this isn't going to be some, hey, I'm going to make you eat this whole bag of chip thing. Mm-hmm. This is more of a, hey, you're the only guy I've known who's had the real deal. Oh, yeah. Let's compare these to that. Okay. Yeah. And see to. how watered down they are. I would love to, yeah. But what we're going to do is because we're going to, we're simulcasting. Gordon has a bag and we're all going to try it at the same time. Sweet. So this isn't us trying to make you puke or anything um, like that. No, don't worry. This is us giving everybody an honest account. And once again, I don't, you know me, I don't need a lot of hot stuff. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm going to be the control group. Okay. Because I don't do like think? a lot of hot stuff. Um, You know, I'll eat mild hot sauce. Yeah, you do. Gordon likes hotter stuff. Yeah. And then you've eaten the devil's asshole, oh, so yes. you like it real hot. Yeah, yeah. And so I figure I'd be the control group. Okay. Gordon will be the guy who likes hot shit. You're the guy who likes insanely hot mm-hmm. shit. And we can give everybody an honest opinion. Yeah, so let's give it a shot, Let's get man. crack these open, Gordon. Let's get a whiff, see yeah, how they smell. Yeah, whiff those bad yeah, boys. I've, I've never had anything like this before. Really? I'm telling you right now, like this is not going to be hot because they don't see. even smell, dude. I don't even really? Smell. They smell like yeah, Doritos. Smell. Oh, no, there's man. no, like, there's no, like, usually, no, yeah, no. usually be like a kick in the nuts. Now, no. on the back, it says they're hot. Mm-hmm. Obviously. It says freaking Which hot. Which means they're mild. <laughs> um, these are the Haunted Ghost Peppers, real peppers, oh. real heat, uh, 280 calories per serving. Mm-hmm. That's for the whole bag. Yeah. Now uh, we have a little contest bag. Gordon has a regular one. We have uh, win the one chip challenge. One in ten bags win. See the back panel for details. Sweet. But anyhow, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take one. Yeah, of these. yeah. I'll, I'll grab one. You yeah, take the one. one that I had gotten. Remember, it yeah. came in like a case now, and was, everything. Remember yeah. That? Was that one? Now these are looks like ghost peppers. Was the one the the one chip challenge? Was that a ghost pepper or was that, that was one a of Reaper. Carolina, Carolina Reaper? Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. Okay. Yeah, that was a Reaper. All right, man. I'm just gonna take a quick look here. Boom, 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 boom. They they don't smell like any. They don't smell any hotter than chili powder, at all. Kinda really, smells like chili powder. Yeah, but it, like for example, um, usually when you're doing those hot pepper things, just the smell alone will make your eyes. Oh water. yeah, that one that. Uh, and obviously, that I had. touching them would make your fingers burn. Once again, yep. we knew this because you wouldn't sell something that hot in a gas station next to a yep. bag of Doritos because you're risking somebody never not knowing what they're getting into. Yep, exactly. And so right there. So let's give it a shot. Right, Ready, man? Let's set those down. Here we go. All right, boys. Ready? Oh, man. Tastes like a Dorito. Yep. It is a little warm. little ramp up on you. Yeah, it's not bad so far. It's getting a little hot. A little heat in the palate. Dude, would you say it's hotter than crushed red pepper that people put on their pizza? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, maybe a tad. Now, Dave's on a second chip. I've only taken two bites. I am saying it, third. It, it is getting a little hot. Mm-hmm. They warm up. Mm. I was get... probably dumb if all three of us do this and then we can't talk because then the podcast went in pretty <laughs> fucking quickly. I'm getting the hiccups now. 
Actually, they're tasty. They're not bad. Now, once again, mm-hmm. I'm not a heat guy. It is a little warm. Ooh. I can see if you consume the whole bag, you'd probably get pretty hot. Yeah, we'll pay for it later. Yeah, a couple of those uh, gave me some hiccups. It's not uncomfortable. It's definitely a little warm. I don't know if I'd want to eat more than two or three of them. Me personally, just because I don't like when I don't like hot wings. I don't like I don't like food that makes me sweat. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting a little sweat on the top of the head. Yeah, you, not you know, it's not bad, man. <clears throat> I can see you know a, a nice bean dip with them. Mm-hmm. I will say my yeah. mouth is getting a little numb. Oh yeah, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's, my it's, eyes are not watering. But I've only had one. Yeah, it's You're, taking me a second here. Your eyes look like they're glazing over a little bit, but yeah, um, yeah. I um, I'm really not experiencing now. Once again, if I ate four or five of them, it'd probably get hotter and hotter. <coughs> Gordon looks like he's getting a little warm. How many ch- did you eat? One chip or three? About four or five. Four or five chips? No way! You just ate four or five. Mm-hmm. I can feel it on my lips a little bit. My oh, lips yeah, are tingling. Feel, yep, it's not too bad. Those aren't. Now that's not a bad chip. That's a livable. I'm feeling it in the esophagus. Now, do you think you could mm-hmm. consume the whole bag? Could I? Yeah. Would you consume the whole bag not on a bet for fun? Like just to kick back and like I'm driving down the road and I want a bag of chips. Yeah, or you're enjoying lunch or dinner. Uh, yeah. You know We're what? We're still eating them. I could. I could if I had, if I, if I had, uh, like I said, I would like to have like some salsa with it or something. I think it'd be great with salsa. I really do. Let's see what this says on the back. Even a little queso. Or, yeah, even, yeah, there, there you go. There you go. Let's see here. But yeah, I like hot stuff, man. But yeah, I'm warming up a little Find bit. Your hidden code. But it, it's Gordon, a- mine's mine's all amped up about this win the one chip challenge. What is the bag? So it mine don't have a lot of stuff on the back of the bag. What does yours say? We're bringing the heat, and it hurts good. So good, do you dare? <clears throat> Just hundred percent real ingredients. Of course, yeah. of course. Now that we ask the, him to do something, his microphone's a fucking. He's got the little, yeah, little no meter on the back of it right here. Yeah, I see the little, uh, yep, little Scoville meter. Gluten free. Mm-hmm. No Gluten artificial free. ingredients. Non artificial flavors. Certified vegan. There you go. And no, yeah, no mm-hmm. preservatives. I don't know what the U. It's almost like the Underwriters Association right. logo. Right. Right. Toa, just because they're I, not bad, they're not. I don't bad. want people thinking I'm a complete pussy. I'll eat one more, but no, I'm. I'm good. I don't think it's an enjoyable I, snack. No, this isn't something that I would, would you know, I go in search of. <laughs> you know, I had to go in search of because the damn gas station didn't have them anymore. I wow. I found it on the way back from Georgia, so I'm not sure which um, gas huh. station I bought it from. Not bad, man. I mean, it's not a. You know what? It it compared to that other chip, the the uh, the heat subsides a lot quicker with these. Uh, that that one that I had. I mean, well, the one that you had, you're basically signing a disclaimer by tracking yes. it down on the internet. Look for it. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't sell that in a gas station next to a bag of Doritos because somebody yeah. might pick it up not realizing it's ridiculously hot. Yeah, these things, yeah. Oh, imagine, imagine rubbing their eyes after that. My, oh, lips, my uh, lips are definitely numb. Yeah, your top of my mouth is mm-hmm. getting hot. Yeah, I built up some saliva. And I can feel it in my know? throat a little bit, but it's not... It's definitely not, not something bad. like you're going to have like a um, fraternity thing unless you make somebody eat like a whole case of them. But even that, yeah. I don't think... I think it's... Mm-mm, mm-mm. I think it's going to be a, you can only get so hot. I don't think it's going to, you know. No, no. So if, if you like ridiculously hot food, go out and Which get it I just do. for fun. I mean, it's a dollar eighty nine for the bag, so it's not like it's super expensive. Hmm. And um, yeah, man, give it a shot. They're not. They're really not that bad. And like I said, I bet you with some queso, Gordon, just like you said, some queso or something. 
That'd be cool. That that'd be really good. That'd be really damn good. Real quick, I want to say happy birthday to my daughter. Today was her twenty oh. second birthday. She was over here a little earlier. Happy some birthday cake before you leave. If you Woo! remember, hell yeah, I'll take some cake to go, brother. Was, awesome, man. Yeah, she came by for a little bit and then balanced her and her boyfriend are going to go out and uh, very good, man, and get things going. Very good. Hell yeah, dude. That's badass. Yeah, you know what? It's subsiding the the. Uh, the chip flavor now. It's subsiding real quick for me. Yeah, it's definitely warm. My lips are a little numb. Um, once again, you it's know. not something I would eat Yeah, you're not going to go. Like, like we said, yeah, we're not going to go in search of it. By no, if you're the guy who likes to go to Hooters on the weekend and get super hot wings and, and drink beer, it's something you'll like. But yeah. it's definitely, as you can tell, we're not like freaking out or grasping and no. like, looking for milk and all that stuff. Like, uh, like the one I had, man. What's up, Lisa Abernathy? My sister's joining us on right Facebook on. stream. Right on. What's happening, Lisa? So, yeah, uh, you know what, man? I was uh I was checking out a few things. Obviously, I'm a YouTube fanatic. Mm-hmm. That's where mm-hmm. I kind of watch all my television and and shows and stuff besides a few alternative sites that I'm able to uh check out. Sure. Right but um man, do you guys remember and this is going to kind of bounce off of of last week figure 8 racing? Where they used to figure, you know, and and crash into each other. Did you guys ever go to the old... Uh... Are you talking about the dirt track? Yeah, the old dirt track figure eight Yes, racing, it's right? kind of like a more advanced version of Crash Up Derby. Yeah. I, I... Crash Up Derby, for those you who don't know, they line everybody up yep. parallel, backwards, and they ran into each other until the vehicles break. Yeah. And then for the hardcore guys, or that gets boring, they set up a figure eight track, mm-hmm. meaning that, hypothetically, people the, are going to collide point, at the crossover. Yeah. And then, um, so it's kind of like a more of a high-speed crash-up derby. Yeah, you know. Crash-up derby with some driving skills. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got demolition derby, you know, and then they and then they set it up for, for the figure eight and all that stuff. I was checking out some of these guys. Insane. They're like all towing uh, uh, trailers and stuff now. Mm-hmm. You know, so now it's getting real square. Yeah, they're like pulling like 1980s, like uh, airstreams or something. Not now; those are nice. But, yeah, but like but the uh, just the a, meth wagons without the engines exactly. in them. Exactly, old Walter White wagon, man. Yeah. You know, you know, raging with those things. But I, I don't know. I kind of got into it, and I was like, check that out, man. I forgot how cool that really was. You know, to go on a Saturday night mm-hmm. and uh, go watch these guys just fly around the track and just hammer the hell out of each other I, I i came across a new show on netflix it's called oh rust valley motors or rust valley builders or something like that it takes yeah. place up in canada and it's just like every other show on velocity channel right. but it's on yeah. netflix and there's one episode where they do the crash up derby thing yeah. but they weren't doing the figure eight tracks so they're doing a standard crash up derby yeah the, standard derby and they would go in, and obviously when you're doing a crash up derby, you want to go find like a late seventies, early eighties tank. Hell yeah, nice Lincoln. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know an old Skylark or something, yeah. something that can take a beating. And that's what they were using. But uh, you know, that's I I can't tell you the last time I seen any figure eight racing. Well, that's what I said. I said I thought that was a dying, mm-hmm. you know, it's dying sport, and and, and it will be because more and more of those cars will be no longer be found and. And junkyards. Yeah, you're not going to be able to find. They're not making the tanks anymore. Mm-mm. No, not not pure American Pittsburgh steel, man. You're not finding that sort of stuff. No way. But I, I, yeah, I was checking it out, and I thought, you know what, that is pretty damn cool. So I was thinking, you know what, 
me and D-Trade need to get together one of these nights, man. Maybe get uh, some of the OG5 together that are local here and uh, all go to one of these. Because I think they have it out in, um, what is it? It's over there, either uh, north of us, Punta Gorda, or out in Immokalee, I think they do it still, occasionally. Yeah, I think I remember a while back hearing somebody talk about the fact that somebody's still out there doing uh, those races. Yeah, you know, so, and, and they soup those cars up, man. They really, uh, you know, you got to doctor those things up with uh, reinforced roll cage and, and all that sort of stuff. You know, I don't think you're just out there in a standard, <laughs> standard no, car. No, no, no. You're going to put like a V6 or V8 with like a yeah, turbocharger in there and a larger, yeah. um, a larger radiator. Oh, yeah, man. And, and just and just a little extra. So, you know, and, and they do a lot of driving in reverse. You know, the old over-the-shoulder reverse. Everybody's hitting the trunk. Boom, boom. I don't know. I thought it was really cool. And I was like, damn, you know what? And, I, and the video came out of, it was 2017. And it, they had come out of, uh, I believe, it was, I want to say Kentucky is where they were doing it. Okay. Somewhere up there. I think it was Kentucky or Ohio is where they were where they were doing it. And I said, man, that's just that's just cool. I don't know. It just brought back some cool ass old memories, you know, going, damn right, man. Uh oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just taking off the jacket. I'm not, whoa, I'm not whoa, as cold whoa. as I was when I was outside yeah. waiting for you. Well, what do you think? The chip might have uh well, the chip, the TV, the, <laughs> yeah, that's true. the overhead light, the LED floodlight, right. the three computers in the room. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. Temperature that's starts true. to pick up. So, yeah, man. Dude, I just, I would, I'd like to do that. Because me and you have been talking about cars and looking at certain things and having a little, you know, mm -hmm. a project one of these days. Well, and, the interesting thing I learned from watching that uh, Rust City Builders or Rust Valley Builders, yeah, you have to reinforce the doors for safety. Oh, yeah. And so you either, A, fill the, you have to weld the, uh, obviously take the door panel off, you weld a piece of aluminum to the back, and you fill mm -hmm. them full of concrete. What? Or you get a big I-beam yeah. and weld it to the outside of the door okay. so that the door doesn't get crushed. And yeah, they want you know, They want the trunk to get crushed in, and then obviously and the, the engine and bay. And the, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they want to secure the cab. T-boned, getting crippled. Do they require you to pull a full roll cage in there? I don't think they require you to put a full roll cage, but they do require you to use like a smaller gas can, and you have to put it like in the back seat. Yeah, yeah, you're only allowed so a couple gallons. Get, yeah, so it doesn't get punctured and it doesn't blow up. Yeah, but yeah, it's it was pretty cool to watch that. Yeah, I was just I was just looking. I was just, like I said, I thought, man, those those were some pretty cool ass, you know, the old days. You know, that was kind of I don't know. I just thought it was badass, man. So if anybody watched the news today, you know that they had the big gun rally going on in. Uh, Virginia. I heard something about that. Well, that's because um, the state is trying to outlaw pretty much guns. Yeah. And, and a lot of the counties are saying, hey, we're just going to make sanctuary cities and we're not going to enforce it. And so yeah. a bunch of people showed up. Unfortunately, they did on Martin Luther King Day. But let's be honest, that's when everybody has off work. Mm -hmm. And so you see, oh, imagine that a bunch of white people with guns showing up on a peaceful day to protest. Right. Them. But uh, you know, to be fair, there was actually a pretty diverse mix of people there. Yeah, I saw some photos that uh, you know, that 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 covered the gamut, you know, of uh, ethnic backgrounds. Well, I was snickering during uh, when we were waiting for Dave to get here. I'm trying to find a story now. I was reading a NBC wrote up a poll about it. Um, I'm trying to find it now because they they had a, a a phrase in there. Come on, man. You got to dig it up. Dig it up. Dig it up. Uh, a tense Virginia rally. Gun rights activists vow their rights. I'm sorry. Their fight is just getting started. Um, 
Richmond, Virginia. Thousands of gun right activists banned, um, banned from carrying their weapons out of fear of violence crammed into <laughs> the Virginia Capitol on Monday to urge lawmakers to reject sweeping measures to limit the spread of firearms. See how they use the word spread of firearms. The rally, planned for weeks as part of a citizen lobbying, uh, lobbying tra- tradition held on Martin Luther King Day, has uh, focused national attention on Virginia's attempt to enact a new gun regulation published by Democrats who took control over the state house for the first time in 26 years. Gun control supporters say they are acting on voters' wishes propelled by a mass shooting on May in Virginia Beach. Gun right proponents warn that the measures, including bills that would impose universal background checks, ban military-style rifles, and allow authorities to temporarily take guns from people deemed dangerous to themselves and or others, i.e. red flag laws, will snowball into attempts to disarm the public. Uh, we will not comply, activists ch- uh, chanted on both sides of the security fence uh, r- running around the Capitol. Because basically, if you went inside the security fence on the front line of the Capitol, you couldn't have any firearms. If you had firearms, you had to stay on the outside, so both sides. Um, about 22,000 people attended the rally, 6,000 on the Capitol Square, and 16,000 outside of the security ah. gates, authorities said. That's a nice showing. Yeah. In the day leading up to the rally, there were fears that it would be a repeat of the violent 2017 protest in Charlottesville. That ended in a woman's death. Gun safety groups canceled an MLK Day vigil at the Capitol that was supposed to begin after the gun uh, rights rally. But the rally itself was largely peaceful. What do you mean largely? I haven't heard a single story of any violence. So why don't say, hey, NBC, why not use the word completely peaceful? Yeah. With no, okay. The rally was largely peaceful with no reported violence. Hmm. So was it largely or was it completely peaceful? Right. It was peaceful. Despite period. the presence of some extreme groups, the potential participation had been cited as a reason for Governor uh, Ralph Northam, a Democrat, to declare a state of emergency last week, <laughs> banning guns and other weapons from the Capitol grounds. Police announced one arrest of a 21-year-old Richmond woman charged with wearing a mask in public after she allegedly ignored the officers, warning her to remove the bandana that covered her face. Mm-hmm. That's some Antifa shit there. Mm-hmm. But the reason I laughed is they had to point out the fact that it was predominantly white people. Oh, oh! I'm trying yeah. to find the sentence, but yeah, and the yeah, word they do a spread. Little signaling, did they? Yeah, basically, Tom, it's a bunch of crackers. Unreal, man. But, so that—that's the deal. They're trying to ban all. Pretty weapons. much. That is insane, man. That is. I that, tell you what, I would like is, to see Colion Noir get a bunch of like-minded people from his his background and do a rally. I think that would be great. Man, I, I, it, to take away somebody's firearm or to have a state basically saying nobody, so it's only the police and mm-hmm. and military bases and everybody there, they're the only ones allowed to have firearms. That's crazy. Well, man. even military bases. Here it is. Quite- there were some signs of military members in the crowd Monday, but the rally seemed made up largely of ordinary gun rights supporters, including many uh, supporting shirts and hats, proclaiming that uh, their love for President Trump, mm. and then made up largely of white people. But that's not yeah. the reason I brought the story up. The reason I brought the story up is because we've talked about in the past that uh, over in Great Britain, yeah, over in England, that um, since guns are legal, the assholes who wish to kill people just simply use... Knives. Knives. Mm-hmm. And so this story came out today. This is fun. Uh-oh. UK company to sell knives with square tips after sharp rise of knife crime. 
a cutlery company in England, has designed a new line of kitchen knives with square tips in an effort to reduce the rising knife crime that has plagued the United Kingdom. Hmm. Uh, the, the Verner's firm, founded in Shelf Shelffield, 1908, created a Assure range of blunt-tipped knives after knife-related crimes <laughs> reached a record high in England and Wales last year. Wow. In October 2019, the BBC reported new figures had shown a 7% rise in knife crime, a record high. In months from June uh, 2018 to June 2019, the data shows offenses involving knives or sharp instruments increased from 41,000 to over 44,000 mm. in those 12 months. Quote, with knife-related crimes incidents at a record high and reported 285 fatalities in the last 12 months alone, the United Kingdom's government has taken a decision to reclassify kitchen knives as an offensive weapon with the what? new offensive... Oh, God, Come on! With the new Offensive Weapon Act of 2019, leading some retailers to remove single knives from their sales store. So you can still buy like a, a knife block with a whole series of knives, but you can't yeah. buy a single knife. Um, but that would be an assault knife block, right? Perhaps. The firm in response of the new legislation has designed a square-ended knife that are shaped to reduce or prevent injuries, accidents, or fatalities uh, oh while still maintaining its functionality. Let's be honest. These, this knife company realized with these new mandates they're going to start, yeah. losing, they're gonna start losing sales, so they are forced to do this so they can continue to sell knives. The knives were repeatedly tested to ensure the tips do not pierce the skins intentionally or otherwise. Oh, come on. <laughs> Until somebody throws a grinder on it. The yeah. knives are available to order from uh, Venner's website at a price ranging between $4.55 uh, to $18.87. Oh, and I've re and we've talked about in the past, um, dude. they actually have knife drop-off boxes around England. What? They're trying to encourage people to drop their knives off. What's what? Do you, what happens I, when you go to a steakhouse? That's what I do you was have to like just give your ID over to get some steaks to cut your, or do they like? Yeah, you're gonna have to get your picture taken. No, the maitre d' come out. Do you think oh, the yeah, maitre d' is gonna come out and cut it for you like you're a two year old? You. Yeah, huh? But then your meat gets cold. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what if I don't want my damn cutting your steak for you? Yeah, I don't want my meat cut right yet, man. You know. Okay, so we got rid of the guns. Uh huh. We passed legislation to get knives. Uh huh. So the next thing would probably be, if I want to kill somebody, a hammer. Yeah. I mean. So then they're gonna. You could use a watch fork. Those flathead screwdrivers. Baseball bats. Yep. Ba yep. Exactly. Um. We gotta stop rope. focusing on the weapon and start focusing on why the fuck people are What's having driving the mental breakdown for them to. Why is there no the, longer value in human life? That's, that's what I'm the saying. key. That's the key well, problem. Yeah. Let's think about that. Let's think about that. Look at the history of human beings. Has there really ever been a value? Mm, There's been a larger is, that value. That is a good question. Because, I mean, think about it. Well, well in well, civilized society. Because of war and everything throughout, you know, thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it, the thing is, is we see it. It's because of the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. We're all connected instantly across the world. So it's perceived that it's worse now than ever. When there's been studies that shows that actually violence is down, yeah, it's down way lower per hundred thousand than the eighties. Well, I mean, if we However, go if we go back to the day, I mean, let's mm. be honest, back way back in the day, if you weren't part of my tribe, right, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true. And then true. if you weren't part of my country, I'm going to kill you and take your land. Yeah. Well, that's the tribal nature of humanity. And then as civilized countries started developed and civilization started developed, we yeah. came up with diplomats and politics and we started saying, Hey, instead of just killing each other for land, let's 
work on Kill treaties and all that. And yeah. And then we had civilized war back with the red coats and all that, where they all stand out in the football field and people would watch them shoot each other. Yeah. Yeah. Have coffee and tea. So yes, with the exception of like the super insane middle Eastern countries, mm. Where people are getting their heads off for who they like to uh, have sex with, God, and the religions they believe in. I mean, for the most part, with the exception of North Korea, a uh, majority of the countries are civilized enough that um, you know hey, we still have murders, but they're on they're the minority. Yeah, and Venezuela is a mess too, but that's yeah, a whole, whole different. Yeah, I, uh, my neighbor, his, uh, his I, we've spoke about this before, his. Um, wife's uh brother lives in venezuela just went back there a few years ago man he says it's a damn disaster down there of course it is he said he he said he pulled up at at, i guess some place because they couldn't find some meat or something they were looking for food and they had found a, a store somewhere but they pulled up to the store and with by the time he went into the store and came out they had uh drained all the oil out of his <laughs> out, out of his uh block on his car that's worse than coming yeah, out and well, finding your tires up on blocks yeah something example, like that probably the most modern example of what happens when the civilians get rid of their guns yeah I had people i've posted that before and people say well that's genocide well the genocide was able to happen because Hello. Hello. We losing. Oh, there he is. Hello. There you are. That was weird, but yeah, the genocide happened because people had to turn over their guns. Yeah, it's just a it's, modern example of it. You know, and 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 other countries they they look at us like we are crazy because you know the America does like firearms. I think a majority, right? I mean. Europeans look at us because it's the gun laws over there are tough, right? To get a to get a firearm, personal yeah, so, firearm. Not, well, you can't have firearms. Um, if you're a World War really? II reenactor in Europe, yeah. If you have a f- gun with a working firing pin, i.e., that you can shoot blanks, uh-huh. as soon as the reenactment is over, you literally have to take your M1 Garand that you personally own and take it to the town's armory and turn it in so it can be locked away. Wow. You cannot have wow. access to your own firearm. Wow. Now, is it Switzerland where they actually require you to have a, at least one gun? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about pretty, that. Uh, pretty chill, chill country. You know? Yeah, well, but that's where isn't that where they had that mass shooting on that island with the kids at the, during that camp no, that's retreat? Sweden. Oh, that well, okay. Sweden. Well, I'll come. And by the way, real quick, I just checked. Uh, we're always giving love to the people on the Facebook live stream. There's, yeah. a hand, there's quite a few people on the YouTube live stream. So, uh, mad props to you. And we know Periscope's yeah, always you, coming strong. Hopefully, you guys enjoying the new. Uh, the fancy camera stuff. Yeah, this is pretty cool. That's just one more thing for me to have to do during the show. I'm the one switching the cameras back and forth. But hey, I hope you enjoy oh, that. I thought it was like on a little loop or something. No, because otherwise you can randomize it. But yeah. then it would be like right now I'm talking, but it would just switch to you and you're oh, just not talking. Oh, I got you. Yeah, and if I'm not saying anything, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. But anyhow, um, no, I was talking about a guy this weekend at the reenactment we were kind of talking about. And I had no intention for this whole show to be about guns. And I know a lot of not everybody's in a farm, so we can move on. Mm. But real quick. It's all doubt. It's all lack of education. Oh, absolutely. When absolutely. my dad was in high school in the fifties, they had firearm training classes in school. Wow. Because half the people cool. were hunters. Yeah. Abs- yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. We had gun safety in middle school and elementary school in Kentucky. Yeah. Did you guys? I didn't have the firearm there. Well, it's because everybody were fucking farmers. True. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Farmers, hunters. Yeah, this nation was founded on farms. Not absolutely. only did we absolutely did we fend off the the fucking redcoats. Yeah. And defend our land, but 
you know, every farmer for hunting, for mm-hmm. for acquisition of food, yeah, and defending their families from weirdos out in the middle of nowhere. Yep, wolves. From the time you're old enough to walk, you're learned to fear and respect farms because your dad's shotgun was hanging on the wall, yep. leaning up near Sitting the front the door. Corner. Yep, right. And Absolutely. so, you know, you were educated starting on an early age to respect and to understand the the fear and, you know, the power of firearms. And, yeah, the purpose of the weapon itself, yeah. Wow, man. That's just crazy. No knives, no guns. What the hell? Like you well, say, you... No, no baseball bats, no nothing. We're nothing. no fun no more. <laughs> Can't have nothing so, nice. No. Real quick, before we pivot all the way off of guns, pivot. I did see a fantastic movie this weekend. Yeah. If you're into any kind of war or, or history, yeah, go yeah. see 1917. Oh, yeah? It is very good. It's very well filmed. It's only one camera. That's what I was about to say. I heard the rumor on that is is but, they made it look like one shot. The whole film looks like one continuous shot. Sure. Yep. So, that, but it's not shaky. It's it's actually very smooth. They'll actually pan out to some bigger bigger areas, uh-huh. but with that one camera, what I was impressed with the most was its portrayal of the trench warfare of World War One and how the trenches were built and how zigzaggy they were and and they were named and this and that. But it's a, a very good movie to see. Hmm. Um, you know, it's based on two main characters, but uh. Check it out. So Anybody you, who is interested in a little bit of history, even a little fictional history, although this is a story that was told about World War One and passed mm-hmm. down, it, it's it's fantastic, and I can't suggest seeing it enough. Yeah, Carrie and I were talking about going out and seeing it today, but we didn't have enough time between um, you know Katie's birthday and Nugget was going out with uh, her aunt to get things. Uh, I think she got a pedicure and her eyebrows done today, but uh, yeah, oh, we didn't have time cool. to go out and see it. Yeah, it's up for a lot of Oscars, man. So it's it's yeah, from what I hear. You now, for right. those of you who want to introduce your children to history in World War One, but you don't want them to see the uh, horrors of war in nineteen seventeen, and they don't no. have the attention span for that. About two years, a movie came out, independent movie called, came out. It's a cartoon called St- uh, Sergeant Stubby, and it's based oh. on a true story. And it's a great little cartoon, and um, it shows what happened during World War One. And the craziest thing, and, and I think you and I talked about this before, the craziest thing about World War One is how it ended. Yeah. They knew that a peace treaty was going to be signed. Mm-hmm. And they went ahead and signed a peace treaty, but much like a, a paycheck, it was post-dated and post-timed. And so, on. The, I, and forgive me, I'm a World War II guy, I'm not a World War One guy, so I don't know the right. exact date. But based on the, on the date, it was going to end at noon. Mm-hmm. And even though they knew this, for some reason, they still sent out guys to... Get a few carry jabs out, in. Carry out, yeah, a little. And so there's guys who went out and fought and died like at 11.30. Oh, my God. Even though they knew this thing was going to, that noon, the whistle was going to blow and yeah. the, the shit was over. But the, people still died for no reason. The old treaty, what, Treaty of Versailles? Yep, what? Treaty of Versailles, yep. which is what led to uh, World War II. Yeah, man. That is just, just oof. Crazy ass shit, man. What do you Cr- got on your list of shit over there, fella? I see uh, well, I got you know a what? Thing. Well, yeah, I've got you know, I, I've be honest with you. Over over the weekend at the Bacon Fest, I got or the, the lack thereof, the lack thereof of 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 it was. I, we, it should just be called uh, Fest food at this fest? point. Yeah, Food Fest. 
food truck palooza yeah 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 exactly food truck you want you really want to enjoy one of those all right my lips aren't numb anymore all right all right um but uh i was i was just i I drink beer man i'm a drinker right i like beer Mm -hmm. and i was just amazed at the amount of of I don't know. It's day drinking, I guess, is where I run into it. Oh, issue. you just reminded me of a good day drinking story. Go ahead. Okay. And it's the day drinking and full on sun and how fast people get loaded, you know, in the sun day drinking, man, because it's different than maybe in a, in a cooler environment. But there were some people out there, man. I mean, they were having a good time. God bless them. I'm glad they had a damn good time, but you know, a lot, a lot of dancing and 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 stuff going on. But that damn day drinking, I I don't know if I can do it anymore, man. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a beer or two on the boat, but uh, no, man, no, 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 no. I'm, I think my day drinking days are over. Well, there's a professional day drinker who goes to the Circle K with no gas pumps over by the Act Computers uh, building. And she's one of these people who floss around town with the big, 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 like, beach tires on her bike. Oh, yeah, Even though she's riding on the sidewalk, which means it takes more power and more energy to Uh get the bike going. But it's like, you realize if you weren't spending your days drinking, Mm -hmm. because she's always either buying Natty Ice. Oh, yeah. That's all she can afford because she has no job because oh, she's yeah. busy day drinking. Well, you know, let's see. The old 32 ounces are a dollar or like a dollar. It's just like, <laughs> don't you have more desire for better things in life? To do something a little, yeah. You know? Drink at night. Go out and get a job. Then you can afford better beer. Better beer? You can afford a car instead of riding around the bike with the beach tires with the basket on front to put your beer yeah, in. Instead of one beer, you might get four beers. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Back. I just, I, 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 look, if you like drinking, I, I know you're alcoholics. Yeah. I love it. It just, it just, I don't know. I think it's sad and it just drives me nuts when I see these day drinkers just wasting yeah, away. Bro, man. And they always look so much older than they should. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ran into a, 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 a mother, uh, daughter, grandmother trio just were kind of hounding on me this weekend at, at, at the festival. Hey, you sexy mother. Oh, come God. Give me oh, a yeah. Kiss. Oh, yeah. I'm going back to Indiana. Won't you come party with us? You know, but I would watched... you say that they were moist? Oh, they were very. Superior galactic grab. I have to <laughs> eat the block of cheese, smoking three packs of cigarettes, and drinking a quart of milk. Disgusting. That's the word. Yep. <laughs> yep. And their t shirts and everything else were very. Moist. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so I kept watching them walk up, and they'd all take their turns going up to the to the beer truck and and liquor liquor dispenser. And uh, it was it it's it, I watched them get there, set up their chairs, and they got their first drink. And it couldn't have been two two hours. And then that's when you know the the t-shirts come off and now they're in bikini tops and all this and i'm talking mom daughter grandma oh grandma's bikini so you can see the progression of the yes you're looking at the whole lineage of that uh female (laughs) side of the family there man and grandma's uh bikini tops preventing her boobs from touching the ground oh bro 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 i was just like wow but it was funny because i because you know i'd talk to him periodically and it was you know it was just 
just slowly but surely just getting more and more and more loaded. But woo! it happened. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, you know, play that guitar. Woo! You know. And uh, up there uh, dancing around in circles, going like the 1980s oh, dance. And, oh no! Oh, and not only that. Oh, oh, low riding. The three girls, women, women. I guess I don't know. The daughter probably was in her mid twenties, and then you know, so on, so forth. Dude, bro, I'm talking the whole down on the ground. Why don't you stand up and uh, give yeah, us the, the just whole, okay here? Show us. It's it's the whole the whole deal, dude. The whole the whole deal. All right, uh, where should I go? Just right there, right man. Here, Just right here. Break okay. it down. Okay, so, so you know the band's playing. The band, the band's getting down, right? And they're dancing. They're they're grooving. They're getting it. They're getting it. And then all of a sudden, that's when that ass starts shaking. And then they start getting low, 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 low. You're low. off the camera. To yeah. the window. All right, all right, sorry, here we go. To the walls. Yeah, yeah. So, to the sweat so, trip so down your balls. All them females yeah, crawl. So, so, yeah, so they're shaking. It's just, and, and all three of them, all three of them <sighs> just getting low, 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 low. And I'm just laughing. Oh, yeah, they were. Oh, they were completely. <clears throat> and you know what, man? I never saw them go to the restroom. It's because they're pissing in their pants. I guess, man. Are they, you know, they, hey, are they planned it out? Or are they sloshing around in puddles? No, I, they might have planned it right in uh, War Depends, man. All three of them, because... Uh, uh, apparently, that's what uh, people do when they go to the New Year's Eve. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Down we, in New York. Yeah, Times Square. How bad do you got to love New Year's Eve <laughs> to spend eight hours, 12 hours, probably longer than that, 24 yeah. hours... Asshole elbow, sometimes five below zero, pissing in adult diapers. Yeah, oh, fuck that. Which means if you have your like, kids down there, the whole family's in diapers. So true, man. So no, true. I don't. I, I've never worn adult diapers. I would assume how many. Gordon, could you look up how many gallons or pints of yeah. urine can uh, depends hold before they have to be changed? Yeah, that's, that's, that's not a, a one-stop shop. You're not going to no. piss one time in 12 hours. No way. No way. Yeah, yeah. You're drinking. You're hanging out. You've got men. Okay, let's let's take so, a guess. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I got let, an Let's answer. take a guess. Right, we're going, we're going, we're going to play guess. Yeah, let's guess. Okay, let's guess. Let's guess. all guess. Okay, I'm going. Okay. Uh, okay. Are we going to go gallons or pints? <sighs> oh God. Or liters. Le- uh, no, I think you should go quarts, with, uh, ounces, or cups. Ounces or cups, okay? That's your recommendation because you've got info in front of you. Okay, ounces or cups? Ounces or cups? That still don't sound enough. If you're outside, because the reason you wear adult underwear because you can't get to a restroom, you're going to lose your spot. Exactly. And so if you're talking cups, I've never urinated in a measuring cup before. No, no. So I don't know how many cups I can blow out. I'm going to say five cups. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Five cups. I'm okay. For those of you playing along at home, how many yeah. cups do you think a, a depends depends can hold of urine? Okay, you're saying five cups. Uh, okay, I, you know what? I'm gonna go with eight. Eight cups. Eight that's cups. A lot of, that's, uh, that's a, a lot, lot of urine, urine. but that's a, it's it, they're also very absorbent, and they're big. I'm going with eight cups. Well, I'll tell you what, you got to think about the pens and, and and just all that weight down there and yeah, how uh, much a cup truly is. Yeah, they're going to start sagging. So, 
I've got a couple of answers here. One is from absorbsp.com. Uh-huh. It is an incontinence product questions. And uh, they're saying that they can hold and, and detrain. You're just about on target oh. between three and a four, three and four and a half cups of urine. Wow. However, there is a company called Molly Care Super Plus Adult Diapers that can hold up to 50 ounces. So just think, just think how big a 32 ounce yeah. is. I'm trying to Google how heavy an adult diaper is with four, four cups of urine, but I'm not finding an answer. How much, oh, how much is it going to weigh? Uh, yeah. Well, well there's, there's eight ounces in a cup, right? Yeah. So there's 16 ounces in two. You can go from there. There's your 32 ounces uh, wow. for four cups. So it's more than that. So how you much imagine you're so going to 7-Eleven, you're getting your big gulp that's yeah. 32 ounces. That's a lot of freaking urine. That, 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 is, that is a lot of urine. That thing is sagging, man. Oh, yeah. Sagging. But then you could get smart, bro. You know, like me, what I would do is I would throw extra, like, uh, absorbent liners in there. Or maybe throw a couple of, like, tampons. You know? Just walking around with a burrito between his legs. <laughs> you know? Just going ahead and start, you know, reinforcing the Depends themselves. Yeah, bro. Damn. Are you thinking about your next day drinking? Um... Well, one cup of water weighs half a pound. Oh, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's starting to get a little heavy. That's getting, yeah, you're starting to carry that's, some, that's some luggage, man. That is that some is luggage. Definitely. And that's your equipment resting. Yeah, I know. In and a, and, 30 and a, and for a, 12 or longer. And, and that's assuming you don't drop a deuce. Oh, yeah, man. I'm sorry. It's New Year's Eve is not worth all that. No, not at all. It's not. N- not at all. Especially if you're out there partying and drinking. If you're drinking, you're. Your diaper is rupturing. There's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah. You're making a couple of changes anyway. That's absolutely. Gross. Speaking of gross, real quick, man. Have you heard? You know, not to change it too quick, but it does have to do with like bodily parts. Uh, have you heard about the uh, the soy challenge? No. Oh man. The soy challenge. The soy challenge. Before oh. you get into that, let's uh, just real quick. This all episode right. of the Waterman D Train yeah. Show, before we gross everybody out and lose all of our viewers. Woo! It's brought to you by our friends at At Computers. At Computers has been providing IT service for all of Southwest Florida since 2004. Whether you're in a business or just a residential client, give them a call. They can uh, manage your network, do, uh, fix all your broken computers. I've uh, been doing a lot of laptop motherboard replacements lately, uh, broken laptop screens. The hinges on laptops tend, tend to break if you actually open and close your laptops a lot. But give them a call. And right now, between now and the end of February, give them a call at 239-283-1120. Say the word podcast, and they will give you $0.07 cents a gig per month for the entire year 2020 to back up all of your data. So all your data will be safe. Um, using their online backup, 239-283-1120 at computers. And real quick. This week on the Fail to Fail podcast, we sit down with author of Fitness Confidential plus director of Fat the Documentary, Vinnie Tortorich. And by the way, I never thought the movie could get done. I said, okay, Mr. Smart Guy, where's the money going to come from to do said movie? <laughs> oh, we'll crowdfund it. And I started smiling because I knew there was no way in hell that anyone would ever <laughs> give me a dime. Yep. We went out there and set up an Indiegogo, and we were asking for $150,000. Corolla told me, he goes, ah, you're going to need like a quarter of a million. And I went, ah, I'm not going to even get to 150, so we're good. Yep. And uh, we ended up getting a quarter of a million. Nice. You know, we went way past what anyone thought we were going to get. And then I looked around and went, 
shit, shit now, now I got to do this thing. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that to happen. I was just expecting it to, to just kind of all go away. And you can find the Fail to Fail podcast at failtofail.com, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, everywhere fine podcasts are downloaded. Before the world went woke, we would call our buddies gay or any other variation of the term gay, such as fairy, panty waist, light in the loafers, fag, faggot, limp-wristed, shit dick, fudge packer, cocksucker, cum guzzling, dandy, knob gobbler, pillow biter, salad tosser, or lover of show tunes. And even the homosexuals among us knew they were terms of endearment. Before, Before the world we went woke. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, for those of you who listen uh, to the Adam Crolla podcast, that is the same Vinny Tortoridge. He was nice enough to come on to the Fail to Fail podcast to talk about no sugar, no grains, uh, how to uh, lose weight, how to get a better health, how diet soda and bad food impact your health, as well as promoting his movie Fat, the documentary. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge score for me on that podcast. So thanks so much for Vinny uh, coming on that show but anyhow, back to your, uh, uh your oh, yeah, the soy. So, the, well, hold on, Dave. I'm yeah. looking this up and I'm not seeing it anywhere. Okay. Because it's just, it's just it's a po- soy boy challenge. No, it's just, uh, it's just cranking up and it doesn't even have to just, they called it the soy challenge. What did it? Okay. Here's the deal. Apparently people, guys are dipping their ball sacks in soy sauce. And apparently tea bagging soy sauce, tea bagging soy sauce. Now, Reason being is people, some of these guys are saying they can taste the soy by dipping their ball sacks in it. So now it's yeah, gone. Yeah, someone's performing oral on them. Well, yeah if, so, yeah, if it's the opposite, right? But supposedly you can taste it. So now they are taking it to another level and people are literally dipping their ball sacks in every kind of uh, uh, Thousand Island dressing and... Uh, you know, let's say Tapatio hot sauce. So people are starting to do this, man. And, and I'm trying to figure out, you know. All right. Coming in from men's Health, Maybe I should try Australia. it. I think we got something here. I'm people telling you, you can TikTok, taste food through your ball sack. According to this, people in, on TikTok are dipping their testicles in soy sauce to see if they can taste it. See? So, again, this is an awesome... Yeah. Wow. You remember that from a that was from the Upright Citizens Brigade TV show on MTV back in the day. Yeah. You may remember half those guys later on in their career as being uh, the cast of um, Reno Nine One One. Yeah, man, kick ass show. So I'm wondering how out of control the old ball ball sack (laughs) dipping is going to get, man. What are the, you know? I mean, well, if uh, Tide Pods and yeah, right, all the other BS out there has gotten carried away, I'm sure this will hit a favored pitch within a month. Have this? I mean, it just doesn't seem like you could taste it. I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Why don't you go home and try it out? Why don't you go ahead and test it? Yeah, for the, yeah. Uh, on behalf of the Waterman D Train show. show audience, go on ahead and go home and. Have some testies. Yeah, Gordon, yeah. you ready to do yeah. some news? That is, yeah. Let's uh, let's change the subject. News. I'm sorry, Joining man. Joining us now from the Digital 410 West News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. Hey, Gordon, how are we doing tonight? Yeah, dude. Well, we've gone from guns to dipping testicles in soy sauce, so we might as well move on with the absurd. Uh, this is a little bit of a follow-up story. Uh, remember the pigeons with the hats? 
Yep. Yep. Well, there. The one that was wearing the cowboy hat has passed away. Aww. Las Vegas Animal Rescues have con- this is coming in from the AP. Las Vegas Animal Rescues have con- rescuers uh, has uh, confirmed that one of the three hat-wearing pigeons that gained popularity on social media has died. Lofty Hopes Pigeon Rescue employee said that fumes from the glue used to affix that to affix the hat could have poisoned Billy the pigeon. Aww. So. Uh, According, they they did pull off this hat, um, but they they think because pigeons have a fragile respiratory system, yes, that and some of the uh, feathers had to be trimmed. It, it may have unfortunately led to the demise, or fortunately, because I'm not a pigeon lover, uh, of this bird. Well, the way the birds so. work, birds do not have lungs like we do. They have air sacs, and they have two. Actually, they have yeah, they have two, and so they breathe. Um, it actually goes through both of them, so. Like when we breathe in um, a fume, it, we, it goes in for a few seconds, comes back out. Um, when a bird breathes in, it actually stays in like almost three to four times longer than what we what we deal with. Mm, that's no good. But on the heels of this little thing going on in Vegas with the hats, Reno, Nevada, from the AP, a pigeon wearing a tiny sombrero was found in Reno. <laughs> so we have have gone from Clark County up to Reno, and. Uh, it was discovered following sightings of its cowboy hat wearing cousins in Vegas, according to a city manager. So they tweeted about the bird Wednesday saying it's quirky and fun, but still inhumane. This is the first known sighting of hat wearing birds in the region, Washoe County, uh, according to Washoe County Animal Services. The sighting comes in obviously after the cowboy hat wearing pigeons in Vegas. And uh, it looks like people are kind of following along and, and trying to do this. And again, not a fan of pigeons, but don't mess with the birds. Plus, you don't know what you'll end up catching. People are stupid. That's great, man. Beastie Boys opened that one. Actually, Beastie Boys took that from a man named um, Mantan Moreland. It's actually a two and a half minute joke. That's the punchline to this joke. I thought it was going to be that kind of party. I was digging my dick in the mashed Mashed potatoes. potatoes. Oh, Don, you, uh, you've been watching the first couple episodes of Top Dog, right? Uh-huh. What was your favorite dog so far? The Pitbull. Well, my favorite dog is Duke, um, who's been featured on the uh, What's the Scuttlebutt podcast multiple times. And for the people who watch Duke on the second episode of Top Dog, you'll see that he failed miserably on the uh, part where he had to pull the tennis balls down to release the the uh, drop ramp. And where it, he didn't fail, per se, his training failed him because Ed was trying to get him to focus and Ed dropped one knee, which was a bad choice on Ed's part because Duke not only is a narcotics officer and a movie star, but he's also an Instagram model. And so majority of the photos of Duke and yeah. Ed on Instagram is Ed is on one knee and then Duke puts both his feet up and right. kind of get up on him. And so when Ed dropped down to one knee, you'll see Duke trying to jump. He's not trying to jump in his lap. Right. He's trying he's to put just... his feet on his leg to get in his that's the pose that they do. Boom, like if you yeah. go to his Instagram page, 72, 75% of the photos is Ed on his knee with Duke having both his his feet on his leg. And so right. Ed dropped down to try to get, because it was low roof, and try to get him to focus on the ball. But as soon as he dropped down on one knee, Ed, uh, it was over. Duke kept trying to put, get into their, their <laughs> pose, if you will. So let's we know we know Duke's your all time favorite, but you you like the pit bull. I like was, that little pit bull. He was hauling ass. He was he was the underdog. He's not a professional. For those who've never seen the show, yeah, I've uh, never. think of like a 
well, it's a spinoff from um, Life PD. Um, it's an obstacle. It's a basically a challenge for okay. um, dogs. Um, not it. quite an American Ninja Warrior, but they put right. they send them through obstacles, and they usually have two or three canine uh, police dogs, or um, you know trained dogs and they have what they call the underdog which is somebody who just trains their dog they're not professionals mm-hmm. they're they're not you know police dogs right. and on the episode of duke you had duke's a, who was a doberman you had like two german shepherds another dog that's similar to a german shepherd and then this pit bull huh. and the pit bull he basically went through the obstacle course he was faster than all the police dogs but where he Damn. where he failed was the actual locating and signing on the uh drug sniffing ah! he still got it done but he didn't get it yeah. done as fast as the police right. dogs yeah didn't catch it as quick well and that's and that's a great story. And to help that breed along, there is a a pit bull in New Jersey that has become the first pit bull to become an arson detecting canine officer. So hmm. Hansel is a four year old pup known for his cheery energy and constant kisses. He graduated from training on Friday, officially becoming a member of the Millville Fire Department. Very He's extremely cool. excited. According to Tyler Van Leer, a Mid- Millville firefighter and also Hansel's handler, and whenever I, whatever I ask him to do, are you ready to go to work and bring out the harness, he starts doing laps around the crate. Mm-hmm. So this dog was actually rescued from a dog fighting ring. Oh, damn, man. In Ontario, Canada, when he was only seven weeks old. So the global campaign called Save the 21 was created to fight against the euthanization of 21 dog fighters, including Hansel's mom, who was rescued from that ring. So five of these rescued dogs, including Hansel and his sister Gretel, <laughs> were taken to, to the Throw Away Dogs Project, a nonprofit organization in Philadelphia that rescues these unique dogs and trains them to become canines all over the country. If Hansel had not been rescued, he and his sister would have become fighting dogs. According, to... uh, I'm going to screw that one up. Well, that's it's all right. You broke up again. Yeah, dropped out a little bit there. Yeah. So, anyway, he was trained with throwaway dogs for about a year before ro- enrolling in the 16-week canine academy with his handler, and became a certified arson detecting canine de- officer. So that is Very a cool. great story. Oh yeah, man. One with a ending with these you know these unfortunate uh dogs but one of his single purpose detection dogs means he can identify ignitable liquids such as kerosene gasoline and diesel yeah yeah so fantastic very cool man sounds good you still uh he's, malaysia uh, start yeah, over you're breaking up your signal's sucking tonight for some reason ah uh, is that better yep so malaysia Send him back to trash. He said they will not become the world's waste bin. Talking about all the computer Malaysia's, shit we send over there? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Malaysia sent back 150 containers of plastic waste to 13 predominantly rich countries since the third quarter of last year, with the environmental minister warning on Monday that those who want to make the country a rubbish bin can dream on. Good for them. So the shipments of. Go ahead. Said good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Shipments of the un, uh, unwanted what rubbish was rerouted, rerouted to Southeast Asia since China <laughs> banned the import of plastic waste in 2018. But Malaysia huh. and other developing countries are going to fight back. And at this point, they they turned back 3,737 metric tons, or that's 4,120 U.S. tons of waste following strict enforcement at uh, key Malaysian uh, ports 
And of those 150 containers, 43 returned to France, 42 to the United Kingdom. Any guess on the United States? Hopefully none. We got enough of our own goddamn landfills. Mm-hmm. 17. Wow. Okay. 11 to Canada, 10 to Spain, and the rest to Hong Kong, Japan, Singapore, Singapore, Portugal, China, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Lithuania, huh. and the list goes on. Oh, no. So, wow. You know, as we know, um, trash is definitely an issue with landfills. I'm sure the only hills in Florida are probably that uh, land landfill areas. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, there's one. So, there's there's a landfill real quick up in uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, out by the beach, man. And it's things, believe it or not, it, it's like it, it's like a mountain in the middle of nowhere. And now they've turned it into a freaking park. That's great. What else are you gonna turn it into? There's a, a reasonable. There's one in uh, Franklin County, Ohio. They turned it into a golf course. But the yeah. stank that's still yeah. coming up through the ground, bro. Yeah, they burn it off. Yeah, you got those methane stacks out. Yeah. There. Uh, so this, one final uh, story. Go ahead. The Google CEO calls for regulation of artificial intelligence. They're the one creating the shit. Yeah, man. Come on. Exactly right. So coming in from the AP in London. It's not like they're trying Google, to protect their investment. Something. <coughs> exactly. Sorry about that. Google's chief executive called Monday for a balanced approach to regulating artificial intelligence, telling European audience that the technology brings benefits, but also negative consequences. Yeah, we've all seen Terminator. Um, Sandra Pichai's comment uh, comes as lawmakers and governments seriously consider putting limits on how artificial intelligence is used. And this is a quote. There is no question in my mind that artificial intelligence needs to be regulated. The question is how to best approach it. Um, According to his uh, transcript of the speech at a Brussels-based think tank. Hmm. And he's right because, you know, not to sound Uh, crazy and we've watched too many movies, it just – there's always a a, a balance. Dude, every time I see the the video of those robotic dogs, it scares the shit. Oh, yeah. Ones Uh, open the door. Yeah. Yeah, there's ones from Boston, um, mm-hmm, Boston, like MIT, and that yep. Boston College. Oof. Well, how about those all, are just creepy looking. The 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 police droids, man, on on college campuses now running around. You know. Yep. You seen those? Those are pretty wild. Thank you so much, Gordon, for your news. Real quick, OG Five. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. And if you guys want to be uh, OG Five, you know who you are. But uh, please, if you want to support the show and the YouTube channel and everything we do, please go to d-410.com. Click on the Patreon link and join. I don't, Join the Dollar Month Club. Yeah. I'm not gonna. If you want to join a 750 and get the free t- T-shirt, fantastic. Hell yeah. We would love it if you guys just join the one Dollar Month Club. Literally, go there. It's not going to take twelve dollars out of your account and send you an overdraft. It'll take one dollar a month out each month. Um, if you don't want to sign up for Patreon, you don't want to give us money. That's cool. Um, just go to Amazon. Actually, d-410.com. Click on the Amazon link, and whenever you shop on Amazon, they will save up all those. And all those, those add up to dollars, and after about three months, they will send us all those dime quarters, nickels, and pennies in the form of mm-hmm. dollars, and that will help support the show. So if you don't want to sign up for Patreon, I get it. You don't want to send me money. That's cool. I get it. Um, sign up for – use the Amazon link, and it won't cost you anything extra on top of your purchase. You won't even know. Just save that Amazon link on your desktop, your toolbar, anywhere you need to save it, any, any, anywhere you got to do it. Yeah. Please man. use that Amazon link. It definitely helps get us cameras so we can do – 
you know, cool thing. Just oh, keep I haven't done this one yet. Here's here's for the the OG five that's been sticking around long. Ooh, yeah, look yeah. at that. We got split screen going now. You can Check see it Dave out. and me and Gordon all at the same time. Damn um, right. High flute. And so if you want to continue to support not only this show, the OG five supports the Fail to Fail podcast, the um, What's the Scuttlebutt podcast, and in case you didn't know, uh-huh. the Patreon subscribers know they have their own podcast. Oh. They have the What's in Your Head podcast. Yeah. And we do about one of those every two weeks. That's bitching, man. If you want to hear the What's in Your You think we talk about crazy stuff on here. We really <laughs> we really get into some secret stuff on there. If you want access to the What's in Your Head podcast, go to d-410.com. Click on that Patreon link. Sign up for the dollar a month club, the $3.50. Anyhow, uh, whenever we put a, a new episode of the What's in Your Head podcast, you'll get an email and you just listen to it right off of the email or the app. Listen to it through your browser, download it, do whatever you want with it. And then uh, there you go. Once you download it, I guess we can't prevent you from letting non subscribers mm-hmm. listen to mm-hmm. it. But it's out there. And if you want to have access to it, it costs you a dollar a month minimum. So please go to d-410.com, click on that link. Love it. So, fellas, we're going to wrap up this bad boy or what? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Are Gordon's you? late for dinner. Yeah, and sorry, Dave's late Gordon. For work. Gordon, where can people find you? can be found at Aegis1974 on Instagram. And you guys have a great week. We will talk to you next Sunday or Monday. Go to d-410.com. We have a social media page. It has the links to everybody's stuff. You can find all Gordon's stuff. You can find all my stuff. You can find Dave's one page. So if you want to find all of our social media, follow us on social media, what have you. Go to d-410.com. There's a social media link. Click on there. There's a page. It has a link to every one of our pages. Life is short. Life is hard. Go out and do what you got to do to accomplish your goals, accomplish your dreams, support your family, contribute to your community. Because one day you may wake up dead. Dave. Damn right. Hey, once again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and supporting us. And definitely uh, with the Patreon thing, that is really stoked. It helps us upgrade and get new equipment to bring you better and just badass content. And just thank everybody. And hey, you know what? Have a stoked rest of your week. And we'll see you next week. See ya. This has been a Digital 410 production.